Welcome to Lady Hope Dealer. My name is Amber Yalot Shaver. I'll be sharing with you about life, recovery, ups, downs, but most of all, how others and myself found hope in a hopeless world. I look forward to sharing my testimony with you. I'm so excited to have my husband and a few other individuals on to share their testimony and what God's done in their life. And in between them times, I'm just going to be sharing what God's placed on my heart in this season. I'm just so excited to have you with me. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome to Lady Hope Diller. My name is Ambry, and I'm just going to talk to you today about doubting yourself. Um, so I'm just going to dive in there. So I have a long time been a people pleaser. I have had self-doubt. I have been self-condemning. I have been the one that's just like, oh my gosh, I, I don't look this way. I don't talk this way. I'm not qualified for this. I don't have this education or what have you. Like there's just a long list that I can go through, right? So I just want to encourage you today, bring you some hope on this subject here that God himself has called you for a job. God himself has anointed you, appointed you, that you should not question that. I'm not saying it's a sin. I'm just saying that you have a calling, you have a place, and that you need to walk in that. I know we've already went over, like, what's your calling? But with that said, sometimes we allow those people around us, which could be friends, families, pastors, preachers, teachers, we allow those people's voices and words to impact us to where we don't feel as though we're qualified to do what we're called to do. But that's not the way it works. So again, I'll say this quite frequently throughout my podcast that whenever God called you, it wasn't a conference call. When he called me, it wasn't a conference call. People can look at us every day and say, oh, you are called to the nursery. Guess what? Newsflash. I don't like kids. I'm sorry. I love them. They're adorable, but that's just not my area. But <laughs> nonetheless. So with that being said, that sometimes we can sit and we can do things and we can minister to people and we can be in the streets, the highways and the byways. I was so blessed to be a part of a place called the Tabernacle for a while. And it was under my spiritual mom, Carol Lee. And um, she was a prophet to the nations. And she just was amazing. There wasn't a person that didn't walk in through that door that she wasn't going to say, I'm going to use you. You know why? Because God has a calling on your life and you need to start walking in it now. So in God's word, it says that we're fishers of men, right? It doesn't say that we are cleaners of the fish. It doesn't say that we are to clean them up, that we are to go out and get them and that they are to come in and that God is going to clean them up. That it's not our responsibility to clean up the people around us. You know, it's not our responsibility to make them walk a certain walk. I got a text message yesterday and it was really heartbreaking to me. And it was from an individual and she had um, shared with me that she had to sign a piece of paper for the establishment where she was going that she would not smoke cigarettes or she was not allowed to do certain things. And, um, and she said, I stopped going to church. I, I had just recent, she said she had just recently been baptized and she'd went through a whole amazing weekend and went through a revival and was baptized. And she was so excited to get into the church and, and help and do this and do that. And they said, well, you can't because you smoke cigarettes. And she says, but I'm not, I've tried to quit. I'm trying to quit. I'm, I'm doing what I need to do. Like I'm chewing the gum. I'm taking the patches. Like I'm really trying here. 
but you're telling me that I'm disqualified to even just be a door greeter. And that really broke me in a new way. It broke me in a new way, but it, it honestly woke me up because yesterday I did a live on Facebook and, and I was really emotional. It has been an emotional week for me to say the least. And, and I talk about a lot of things on that live, but here lately I have felt disqualified because I'm not allowed to do what I feel led to do in the church where I was attending. And it made me feel some type of way. It made me feel as though I'm not good enough. It made me feel like I wasn't qualified. It made me question my calling. It made me think, gosh, should I even be speaking the word of God? If I'm not mature enough, if I'm not this, if I'm not labeled that, like maybe I don't need to do anything. I just need to sit down with the Bible and continue to pray and seek God's face. But that's not the case here, people. That's not what God says. If you look at the woman at the well, and I really, I, I, I look back at her a lot. I really do. Because, man, that life, that lady's life and mine probably are a lot alike. I haven't been married five, six, seven, eight, nine times. But I slept around a lot. And I was just a promiscuous person. And when God found me, he found me in my mess. And that was the same way with her. When he came upon her at the well, and he spoke to her. And he told her to go. He didn't say, hey, hey, sweet girl. Hey, baby girl, look, come in here and, and let me clean you up and let me change your clothes and then you can go. He said, go. He just told her to go. There was nothing. Like, it was, he didn't make her look a certain way or speak a certain way or do a certain thing. The woman at the well is all of us. That The Lord, when we come to Jesus, when we come to Christ and we're say, we say, God, save us. You are my Savior. I believe in the resurrection that we just call out to God and we become saved individuals. God doesn't say, okay, well, you need to sit down for 25 years. Go through this college. Go through that. He says, Go. He tells us our great commission is for us to go and preach the gospel to the nations, to the world, to anybody that will listen. He doesn't say get cleaned up and act right, dress right, and do what you need to do to present a perfect person to these people. The Again, I'll say it again, that we are all imperfect people serving a perfect God. And Pastor Don Snyder out of Vent, Louisiana is amazing. He says it all the time. He'll tell you every time you're at church. He's like, listen. People talk about skeletons in the closet. He's like, mine are flesh, bone, and blood. They're in there playing cards right now. And he says, I expose them all the time because I am a pastor and I will not stand behind this pulpit and tell you that I am perfect because I am not. There is not a perfect person in this world. And he's not afraid to use somebody. It doesn't matter what their past looks like. It matters what they're doing right now. I'm just saying... Today is the day that you step into your calling. Today is the day that you rise above every word that has ever spoken to you as a child of God. And you put that under your feet. You dust it from your back, your feet, or whatever you might have. And you move forward. And you know. You just know that you know that you know from this movement, sorry, moment on that you are called by the Most High God. That even in the midst of your mess, He's going to use you. If He can use... Again, if he can use a donkey, if he can use, if he can make the rocks cry out, then he can use each and every one of us. If he can use a drunk on the street corner with a sign that says, Jesus loves you, then how, why would he not use you and me? I don't understand things, and I'm, I guess I'm just not cut out to understand things because I look at people differently. When I look at a person, even my husband, when I first met him, People were shocked because we're just like, if you look at our picture, he's like this huge tattooed guy from head to toe. And he's like, just, he looks wild, honestly, but he's just actually just so handsome. But 
when I seen him, it he wasn't perfect. But I saw what God had in store for him. I saw the man of God that he is. I saw that when he opened his Bible, that the words jumped out of his mouth and was on fire. I don't know if you're getting that vision right now, but there are people out there right now that are sitting and dying because they don't feel qualified to do what God's called them to do. And we have a whole generation right now that is going to hell because nobody is reaching them. We are the prodigal generation. We are the prodigal children. And we have been in the wilderness. We have been in the pig pen. And we have wanted to be welcomed into the Father's house. However, the situation at hand is that we need to start making our homes. We need to start making our cars, our street corners, our, our communities, the Father's house. Because every day that we walk, we are walking in our calling. We are walking in the love of God. We are walking to show one another that you are good enough. You are beautiful. You are adored. You are wanted, needed, and, and God has a place for you in the kingdom community to do His work. I don't care if it's as simple I have a woman in Vinton right now. She Every morning, she will inbox me a scripture. And I'm telling you what, that is one of the most anointed things I've ever in my life experienced. I could be having a bad morning waking up, and I open that message from her, and it's always a direct message from God. That in itself is a beautiful ministry. It doesn't take a lot. You can maybe pray for somebody on Facebook. You can maybe post and say, how can I pray for you today? That is a beautiful thing. We don't always get it right. None of us. None of us get it right. However, there's coming a time where we are going to rise up and be who God's called us to be and know that He has called us. He has qualified us. That He has allowed the things of this world to just be done. And for us to rise up in that moment and say, I am no longer going to allow this situation to hold me back that I know that I can still be a witness for God. So again, I just want to encourage you. I just want to say that you are loved, needed, so adored, and that God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And don't give up. If you feel like you are in the desert right now, message me, inbox me, whatever it is. Let me know that you need prayer and I will be more than happy to pray with you, talk to you, Zoom call with you, whatever it is. Just know that you are stepping into a new season of boldness. That you are stepping in a new season of this is it. I'm going to walk out my calling. I don't care what man says. I don't care what she says. I don't care what the world says. All I care about is my father. And the last thought I want to give you is that what happens on judgment day? What happens when I get to my judgment or you get to your judgment? Are you going to be at your judgment and God say, I gave you one job. I sent you that girl. I sent you that guy. I told you to go here. You didn't listen. I had to send somebody else in your place. Again, I don't want to be that person. I don't want him to tell me, depart from me, for I never knew you, you worker of iniquity. I don't want him to say that to me. That scares the life out of me to know that that could possibly happen. I don't want to be teaching and preaching and evangelizing and not showing love behind it and giving people a chance that's it like just sit back and and think on that today like what is going to happen like don't be mad upset or sad but like when you get there are you going to be able to tell God I heard your voice and I went after it I heard your voice and I heard your calling and I stepped into it and we all struggle with that we do so if you're like 
five minutes you've been a Christian or 25 years or 70 years, we all still have a process that we battle with ourselves because clearly there is a battle in our brain daily over self and what God says to do and how we don't feel worthy at times. But again, you are worthy. You are worthy of so much. And you were so worthy that God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die for you, to for your sins. That every illness that you have, there is a stripe on his back for you. So just know that you are so worthy that God has called you. That you are just worthy of all the love in the world. And that the Father's love is like no other love. It will change you. It really will. If you walk this out with God daily and listen to him instead of man you will be amazed of the things that he's going to do through you just be obedient just be obedient i made a post earlier that i would much rather be hated by the so-called church than being disobedient to my god and that's where i'm at today is that i love y'all that walk in obedience to god walk in your calling I don't care what it is. If you're handing crackers to a homeless man, maybe it's $5. Maybe it's maybe it's you're going to McDonald's and you're going to give somebody some burgers. I don't know what it is. And remember, when you do something for somebody, we don't have to post it on Facebook. We don't have to boast that we did something for somebody. In the Bible, it talks about not letting the right hand know what the left hand done. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, so please don't jump on my inbox and tell me that I'm horrible at quoting scripture. But basically, what we do for others, we're not supposed to boast to the world. We're not supposed to post on Facebook of us handing somebody a cheeseburger saying, look what I did today. I helped out this homeless person. So, again... Step into your calling. Know that you are worthy of the love of God. You are worthy to do what he has called you to do. And that you are qualified by God and not man. So with that said, I'm logging off. I love y'all. God bless y'all. And again, step into that calling today. Step into that boldness and know that you know that you know that God has a calling on your life.